and welcome at last to the 58th episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your host, NPC Paul, awarded best in class in the category of least person you'd want to have a debate about music with 2019. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Hold your applause. <coughs> with me this evening is one of the nominees for longest continual cuss word after losing in a game of Gambit. Katie. Fuck! <laughs> I said longest, not loudest, oh. but it's no, good to know that you're... I was you're... distracted by Baby Yoda. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Dan, you're ruining... You're ruining... Have a look at him. You're ruining... Oh, you're you're oh ruining God. everything. I Get the Yoda it. mask. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and we would be privileged here, but he's actually on stage right now accepting the uh, award for uh, Fortnite is for adults. Um, I don't know what that award really entails necessarily, but uh, Leonard, uh, congratulations on your 2019 win. Um, yeah, good job, good job. And uh, of course, Kent is with us tonight after uh, he just got nominated for Greatest Hair on a Podcast. Oh, hey, I'm nominated for the same thing. You will lose in a crushing, very depressing defeat, but... I love having company. You know, it's His hair. It's it's <laughs> an honor just to be nominated. It is. And of course, how could I forget the winner of the 2019 Grumpiest Gamer? Dan is here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what are we going to talk about on the on the show today? It's like titties. It's almost as if I like was leading to something. What Anime I, ones. What was I leading? <gasps> Anime to? titties. Anime we titties? can't talk about them until no. We're going to be talking about awards and award shows and award ceremonies around video games. What's the difference? Exactly. What is the difference? Did we'll you guys talk rehearse about this? It. This is our bit. Yeah. You're we just have synergy. You interrupted our bit. We had this. <laughs> I mean, they you guys that, had 15 minutes. I mean, bit they had now. synergy before. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then you changed sweaters. talked over it. And, yeah. No, you changed sweaters. <laughs> right, That's what ruined right, it. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> We're also going to be talking a lot in the news section about this crazy YouTube thing that Dan knows a whole lot about called Copa. 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 Copa Commander. <laughs> Copa. 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 Uh, but first, as we always do, we're going to start by going around the room. Since it's been so long, it's been a month since we were in the studio. So uh, what have people been playing? I'm actually going to start with Katie. Katie, <laughs> I knew you. I what knew have you, you been were. playing? Uh, I've been bouncing between Destiny 2. Nice. Not a shock. <laughs> well, I still don't have my Undying title, and I have um, Tomorrow's the Last Day. Okay. It, so... <laughs> I have a lot to do. Yeah, yeah. I will probably be awake for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Have you been playing anything else? Anything uh, specific that some people would uh, would like to hear about? Mm-hmm. What's that? What have you been playing? Same game you've been playing, Paul. I have been playing a little bit. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. No, not a little bit. No. <laughs> no, no. You've been you've been playing a, a sizable amount. Right, right, right. Yeah. What what, uh, what game is this? What Pretty game good is? chunk. What game is this? It is The Sims 4. Yay! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. The Sims bug is spreading. It is spreading. It is spreading. Dan, you're next. You're going to catch it. Oh, hell no. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. You're going to no. get it. You're an old Sims guy. I know you are. Yeah, I'm telling my Sims couldn't decide between peeing and showering, so he peed on the floor and cried. That is perfect Sims. I don't know what you're... Pre- like, How's that's not that? a complaint. That's, that's a feature. That's <laughs> not even, like, different than reality, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I, I do. do. Myself. <laughs> if I can't figure out if I need to pee or shower more. I was like, where's the pee in the shower button? Come on. Just... <laughs> you monster. So, Katie, you, you just started back in on The Sims, and that's yeah, it's great. it's disgusting. So, right. So that must mean that you might have, I don't know, one expansion, maybe two at most. How many expansions now do you have? Listen... <laughs> <laughs> Origin is running off of you when you <laughs> Black Friday just happened. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> how I many how many how many expansions are you missing? Two. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> right? Right? Whoa. When she told me that, I was angry and kind of impressed, actually. Okay, uh, which which expansions are you missing? Do you, uh, do you Island Living, which, frankly, I don't really want. Yeah, I, don't really I care. get it. Um, it's boring. Yeah, it's just like... There's mermaids. I don't care. Yeah, neither do I. I'm not 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, like... I don't know. I'm not like in real life. I'm not really a let's go on vacation type. So anytime it's just like, oh, look at this little island travel. I'm like, I don't. That oh, doesn't okay. even sound appealing in no. real life, man. No, like, that's stupid. It's a lot of sand, and I don't like sand because it's coarse and it's rough. And it, gets <laughs> it gets everywhere. everywhere yeah. <laughs> um, I'm happy now. <laughs> I knew you would be. Um, and I don't have cats and dogs. Oh, what? Yeah. How do you not have that one? That's like the first DLC of every Sims that they yeah. release. So. Okay. You can go ahead. You can explain it. You explained it to me at length. So, um, I really like animals, you guys. <laughs> I really like animals. You don't yeah. want to see them die. I don't want to see them die. <laughs> I don't even. Oh, wait, they want... die in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they get old. Yeah, they and, get old and yeah. they pass. Um, oh, yeah. That's why you kill your entire family first, <laughs> and then have the. <laughs> Or dog go into adoption and never to be seen again. <laughs> and then you can just assume that they live on forever. Yeah, yeah. salt the earth technique. Yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. was like, Paul was like, we'll just, you know, make them immortal. But that kind of breaks immersion, right? Like, no. Just say it's it like, does. uh. Oh, little angels, they do live forever. <laughs> say if you got a cat, say it's like Horus or something. Okay. You know? Right. Okay, yeah. we can leave I mean, that. Yeah, there, there, there's ways to, to keep immersion. And, and yeah, you can send it off die. to a farm to live. Yeah, yeah as they do. As <laughs> but, they do. Yeah, no. So um, this is like, but I'm dead serious. Like I get really attached to animals. Um, in Red Dead Redemption Two, I literally almost gave myself a panic attack during like one of the final <laughs> missions where you have the Gatling gun and you have to gun. I was trying really hard to not shoot the horses, <laughs> like <laughs> really hard, and. Um, I shot a horse and I got really upset. And then um, my horse, my horse, Ellie, what's Just her name? Just looked at you. <laughs> no, she died. Like oh. she, she died. And like her name was Ellie. Like <laughs> braids in her hair. She liked carrots. I cried. All right. I'm getting so, misty. I'm talking about it. So, so we understand why why those two. Are, are not the expansion packs for you, but it is yeah. hilarious how you bought like twenty. Well, okay. I think listen, more than that. Yeah. Not twenty. Yeah, yeah and 20. two of them I didn't buy. Yeah, because they're free. There's two free packs. You're not. <laughs> no, no, no. no but there are two true. more that weren't mm. that. Mm. Well, he bought me one. Yeah, I did. Yes, yeah, so you got me City Living. Thank you. Uh-huh. And my mom, who is a Sims player herself, 
But on PlayStation, was like, whoa, university looks pretty good. You want that? And I was like, sure. I'm so jealous I want university. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on. Kent, <clears throat> what have you been playing? I have been playing Jedi Fallen Order on Ooh. PS4. I beat it recently too okay, okay and then i've been playing halo reach on pc <laughs> on the master chief collection wow okay i'm glad someone did because i wasn't gonna i've never played uh halo reach the only halo game i've ever played is combat evolved and a pirated edition at that back in like 2009 wow. Wow. okay yes <laughs> that's good that's good well how'd you like uh uh fallen order my biggest complaints were technical issues. Other than that, it was a fantastic game, and nice. I'm still not done. There's it, still 100%ing to do. 100%ing, um, and then there's a lot of backtracking, but it's a Metroidvania type game, so that's like kind of the whole point. Right. But storyline is donezo. I've done all the optional bosses, so I got a good chunk out of it. It's a very good game. I suggest checking it out, even if you're remotely interested in canon. Or you watch any of the Clone Wars or Rebels TV shows, any of the movies, or read the comics, you'll okay. be pleasantly surprised. Okay. I mean, it is Respawn. I trust Respawn. They did uh, Apex, one of my favorite games. They also uh, did Titanfall. Sure. They did, they did Titanfall, Titanfall 2. And Titanfall 2. Which you need to which play. Which I need to play. I just downloaded it for free, everybody. There if, you go. If you're listening to this in the month of December, go, uh, go fucking get... Titanfall 2 for PlayStation 4 immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, the I'm community. To playing it. The online community for Titanfall 2 was like pulling together. They were like, we won't die. You know, they That's were good. like, we've got a few games going on. And then now, of course, it's going to yeah, be yeah. good. But yeah, it's uh, snowball be sure. part of them. They really have been trying to stay alive and relevant. So good. Good. Good to hear. Oh, my God. Oh, he just walked in. Leonard. Leonard, the winner of the award. For Fortnite is still for adults. It's a major award. It's good to have you here. I know you just walked off stage and you're joining us in the studio. That is really, really kind. Do you want to thank any of your fans that you didn't get to thank on stage? Do you want to? Do you want to thank them here for your uh, for your award? That you uh, yeah, I definitely want to thank um, um, that one person who follows me. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. That's good. That's, that's good. That's a prestigious uh, shout out. You yeah. Gave them. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, Definitely. I'm glad. I'm glad that they. Uh, they don't want to be named, but um, they know who they are. They know who they are. Yeah. yeah. That that means a lot, actually, right there. I mean, it does feel good to be nominated, and it's great. It that always you won. is. Yeah. Uh, the uh, prestigious award of uh, Fortnite is still for adults. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so Leonard, what have you been playing other than Fortnite, of course? Because we know um, that's all. Yeah. Pretty much, I played that, but Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, hey, that's funny. Kent was yeah. just talking about it. It's really fun. I'm really enjoying it, and I am sad because I never got my orange lightsaber. Oh, <laughs> buddy, do you want to go back and and get the orange lightsaber? Nah, it's fine. To it's be uh, totally. to make you feel better, I have it, and I can't tell the difference between the green ones, so I don't <laughs> use it. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a specific reason, but we'll not get into that. Yeah, yeah. Is um, it a story reason? No, I just want to be cool. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, if you have an you orange lightsaber, cool. you are cool. I guess. It's true. That's how Thanks, they do guys. It. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, have you finished it? Uh, no, I have not. I've been taking my time with it, and I've been really enjoying it. Um, I'm on Kashyyyk, and I'm really, really, really scared because <laughs> yeah. just... Spiders. Yeah, and slugs. 
it's I didn't ram find slug. slugs. It gets gross. I didn't find Lord Slug, but they're ram slugs. They're, you, they got like you know ram horns, and their eyes slugs. are weird. Yes, it's, it's like a deer mixed with a sort of ram. Actually, considering the speed of slugs. Plus, it throws up they stretch. acid. <laughs> <laughs> they stretch. Okay, all right. Well, not sure how that works. <laughs> you've grossed out our audience. I am going to tell everyone what I've been playing now. <clears throat> I got back into Sims, and that's great. But you know, I am most proud that I got two of the NPCs here into one of my favorite games for the King on oh, the Switch. God. Okay. I know Dan hasn't played very much of it, but Kent and I, Kent and I, we ran oh, around yeah. the world. We, we uh, did some. We did some cool quests. We got some uh, weak links in our crew. Yes. Um, yes. Some people got to carry their weight, but no, you know. yeah, they, they really do. It's it's bad. Yeah, but the you know <laughs> the romance role. is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, we got some good luck. We got some interesting luck. Uh, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. I know Dan is ready to hop on at some point. At some point, yeah, some point mm-hmm. soon in the future, we'll we'll get Dan into. We talked him into buying it, and, and we're I'm, I'm at least happy. That yeah, he actually. We were even scaring the devs, I think, because we were talking about like uh, bugs and stuff. And that next day, they came out with a patch, and they were on like a six month dry spell. Yeah. So that yeah. can't be a coincidence. No, it no it way. No, they were no. listening in on us. We have a direct line to the de- developers of mm-hmm. For the King, yeah. whoever they are. I can't remember their name. So, <laughs> Iron Oak Games, I think. Is that them? I think it's Iron okay. Oak. I, I follow like 15 indie developers on Twitter, so I get them confused sometimes because they all look the same. Anyway, um, the one game on the Switch that I did want to talk about because I was so angry and disappointed about it uh, was Mutant, uh, a game that I we started the NPC Adventures playing a variant of Mutant. And uh, then... They came out with a game and I was really excited to play it. And then I found out it was coming for Switch and I was like, I need a tactical turn-based RPG for the Switch. This is a perfect mix. So I picked it up. It is the worst looking game I have ever seen on any system in the past 10 years. It is embarrassing. They should feel bad about it. Uh, But the UI, crisp and clean, looks great. They got their priorities. (laughs) I guess they do. I guess they do. Uh, other than that, Apex, it's great. Dan! Yes, what have you been playing? <coughs> well, I haven't had too much time to play um, anything, so I played a little bit of Fallen Order. Cool. Um, but not much. Yeah. <clears throat> played like 20 minutes of For the King, if that. Right. Um, but I played a lot of Pokemon Sword. Ah, uh, yes. I've been playing I that, too. I forgot to mention uh, that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so a lot of us here have been playing it. Dan? This is your first Pokemon game, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. That, that doesn't count. count. That, does not that count. doesn't count. No. <laughs> Thank you, Leonard. Exactly. What an um, introduction to the series. Yeah, what a, what a <laughs> I was like, I don't get the fun, man. <laughs> Welcome to Pokemon. Place. Don't count Let's Go Eevee <laughs> or Pikachu. Uh, okay, so as a newbie to Pokemon, which to me is a very surprising thing, considering it's been in the cultural zeitgeist since we were kids... Yeah, but... I were you a Yu-Gi-Oh player? No. Were you a Digimon dirty boy? <laughs> no. No, I was not. Oh, okay. The DDD. Yeah. I was D-D-D. a Monster Rancher kid, thank you very much. All right, respect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. as the first game in the series that you've played, yeah. what do you think? I mean, it's cool. I get the charm of it. Mm-hmm. The elemental differences and figuring out right, the little right. details of it. It's a very complicated yeah, rock, paper, scissors. Like, 
interest of it. Yes. Um, it was very simplified. I get why it's a good kids game because right. it is complex yet simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's fun, but it's not very like grueling or intensive at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be yeah. sort of a one and done kind of thing. Yeah, um, but I mean, the only complaint I have is it's still just, it's Nintendo being Nintendo and their inability to handle anything online oriented. <laughs> Ever? Yeah, no. Um, I mean, they, they don't have an online support for this game, and they've tried online for the past, like, five games. Well, I have never been able to connect to anybody for any raid or anything. I have tried it. Maybe it's just because I'm such a low level. But <laughs> no, but it, it's something to do with... Because um, there's multiple reasons I've heard. One is because there's an exploit you can use by creating and starting, like, a Dynamax battle, mm. and then leaving if you don't get, like, the specific one. And oh, you can do like yeah, a reset yeah. and change your date and to get a reset of it. Um, probably and for the Chinese. creating fake rooms that are sitting and clogging up the, the store. Right. So in a sense, like trying to farm for a shiny. It's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. What a weird jump. Like they can barely even do like standard multiplayer connectivity from like the 90s and like their first thing is like let's do raids like the most complex and <laughs> online intensive thing so, yeah. let's do sir it. game boy advance sp had the best because he had that wire that's and true. that was it that's true and that, that was like what early days of land connections and game boy advanced exactly the game boy got it before <laughs> anybody else did so shit Get your shit together, Nintendo. At least yeah. your online shit. Like yeah. You, look at Smash Bros. Like, Dan and I were playing Smash Bros. And we were like, how do we even play together? Yeah. Why do we have to go through seven menus and then not even understand that it's a 1v1 if yeah. you want to play with friends? And no, you like, can't have AI. stuff forever. Why, yeah. why is Nintendo still can't figure it out? I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we got Copa News. It's the Revenge of Copa. And now for another thrilling adventure of If Half-Life 3 Came Out Today! Episode 2 Campsite Hey, did you hear Half-Life 3 came out? Really? Yeah. Is it any good? Yeah, I mean, I mean, one reviewer gave it like a 7 out of 10, so... Really? Yeah. 7 out of 10? Yeah, I mean, 7 out of 10. I was hoping to play that game. Yeah, but... 7. And so concludes another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Welcome, welcome. My name is Danny de los Monstros. I'd like to invite you to a brand new podcast that I like to call 
dazed and disturbed. Can we panic now? There, my friends and I will talk about a range of topics from sick and disgusting to fun and bemusing. All this while participating in, uh... If you catch my drift. You can find the podcast at www.silvertongueaudio.org or wherever podcasts are being casted out these days. I hope to see you there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to lie down. Bye! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. Leonard, we're going to have you go first. I know you just got off stage accepting your award, and that is laudable, but... You still have a job to do here, and that job is to give me Nintendo news. Do you have Nintendo news, Leonard? Yes, I do. Wonderful. Any, any, any time you want to, any, in your own time. Oh, own oh time. you want me to do the intro? If you want, I mean, I guess. Nintendo That's what I news. I hate it so much <laughs> every time. Um, so there's a little bit of news. Uh, so cool. of course. Nintendo, your favorite company ever, is mm-hmm. hiring. Oh. And when you're on the hiring or for the recruitment site, shows scenes of Breath of the Wild sequel. <gasps> I'm gonna apply. Yeah? yeah? For what? I don't know. Whatever. They only they just <laughs> pay you in gold coins. Gilbert. Yeah. Okay. And it's not even real gold. You know the the candy, the chocolate coins. Yeah, yeah, the just, those are delicious. And Bowser yeah. gets but, to sit on you yeah. all day. But every time it's you hot. receive a coin, it does go ding. I hate you. I'll take it. Which is pretty nice. Yeah. And uh the other kind of news is uh there's a rumor that Mega Man Bow Network, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite series okay. um, for a Game Boy, right. might be coming to phone. Oh, good. That actually makes sense. That's the turn-based uh, square yeah. battle one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's a smart idea. I'm surprised they haven't done that and sold it for 20 bucks. Yeah. Like a Square Enix game or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, on Black Friday, by the way, I was just looking at uh, uh, the Play Store. Uh, Final Fantasy III uh, went from $25 all the way down to 20 bucks. Damn, dude. Such a deal. <laughs> Such yeah. a deal. $5 off. Fucking Count me in. Yeah. <laughs> on Black Friday. Anyway... Uh, cool. Is that uh, it for Nintendo news? Yep, that was it. It says depressing as Luigi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> That's up. All right. So we're going to jump straight into Barry the Lead because uh, this one, well, it's going to affect us at least partially uh, if we ever hop onto YouTube, and it definitely will affect any of your YouTube streamer guys or your YouTube video gamer guys in general. Um, Dan, can you bring Break us up to speed? <clears throat> okay, so this is going to actually affect um, things outside of YouTube, too. So this is like a, a federal law within the United States. Um, it's called COPA, or, or the Child Online Privacy Protection. COPA Commander! Yeah. God. Ch- uh, Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. Um, so basically, in a long, uh, yeah, long story short, the idea is... Um, that the federal government decided that uh, any sort of farming of information regarding anyone under the age of 13 online uh, will be deemed pretty much illegal. Yes. Um, So the, and that's like, oh, well, obvious, you know, there's age gates and all these things, but it's any sort of farming information or communication that's not permitted with adult permission. So what this means is that if you browse, you know, a web page 
and there's some sort of tracker for advertisements, anything that determines that you're looking at Minecraft or whatever. And then you go to another thing and it's like, well, you like Minecraft, so how about Fortnite? Because they're related because due to these tracking right. uh, software. But the reason why YouTube is the biggest issue <clears throat> is because there's uh, multiple rules on this thing. So it's going to be a little long-winded, but I'll try my best to keep it simple. Hang on. Just to bring people back into uh, into their brains so that they're not forgetting about what you're saying. Yeah. Cobra Commander. I'm sorry. That's just a <clears throat> funny, funny joke. You have one like, joke, Paul. It's hilarious. <laughs> Stop trying to make it happen. It's going to happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. like the Nintendo intro. <clears throat> hmm? We're forcing it. Yeah, well. Yeah. Anyways. Damn. So, um, Continue. <clears throat> sorry, I'm still getting over being sick, but... Uh, so, a lot of this is for YouTube, and this is uh, how it's going to be determined. So, the idea is that if your channel is being determined that it is geared towards children, as in it is designed for children to be watching it, not that only children are watching it, but that, but that it is designed for children, and yeah. it's a 10-point um, factorial thing that they use to determine right. what it is, so it'll be like... Subject matter, visual content, use of animated characters, music, music and audio content, age of models, the people that are within the actual uh, stream or right, video, right. presence of child celebrities, celebrities who appeal to children, language, advertising directed to children, and audience composition. Um, but it doesn't have to be all 10 factors, it's just some variable, and that's the thing, that's the slight issue with this, is that it's a big gray area. And it's a huge gray area. Yeah, and it's not something that's going to be determined on a single basis, it's actually going to be automated via a bot. Yeah, um, because YouTube doesn't have a, enough money or time to go through every single one individually exactly. and say, this is child, um, this is not. And so the problems with it are obvious, but it's basically to protect uh, YouTube. Uh, because they were fined almost $200 million uh, because this was something that was uh, put into place years ago, but they had been monetizing it and gaining money using information of children and minors under the age of 13. And so this is the punishment and this is what's come after the fact. If your channel is determined to be for children, uh, you are no longer allowed a comment section, info cards, end screens, recommendations, notifications, community tab, or stories. So basically, your channel, that one video, will have zero links and access for anyone to talk or see anything related to it. So basically, you're a single one-off with zero... It becomes a video in and of itself, an island. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So how does not this, good for YouTube. How That's does this terrible. pertain to YouTube Kids? Because isn't there Okay, so YouTube Kids was determined to not be uh, a Compliant. useful... Yeah, well, it was compliant, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. Because the problem was is it still wasn't being an island. It wasn't isolating. It was still data mining information to put information towards other videos. Oh, you like this, so you'll like that. It, they don't want any of those things. So is YouTube Kids defunct? Uh, no, uh, YouTube has determined that they're going to invest heavily into YouTube Kids and turn it around into a thing. But that's not the big issue. The big issue is because uh, kids are still going to be able to use YouTube, even though when signing up, you're supposed to be, uh, oh, you know, you say you're 13 or older. They're 13 or older, right? Yeah, but they've determined that, you know, hey, are you 13 or older? Yes or no? Kids apparently know how to say yes. What? Yeah, it's weird. Wait, you can say yes? You can lie on those you things? Can lie. But that, I thought I that, don't believe that. I yeah. thought that Santa would give you coal if you lied. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and this has been only going on for like 30 years, and the government has just figured this out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Wow. Yeah. I think they just plugged in their modem for the first yeah. time. I like to think, been, like, yeah, they have, like, a, a blood pack, they think, like, yeah. you're, you're 13. <laughs> yes. Have you guys ever seen the IT crowd? Yes. You know the internet box? Yes. That's what I imagine. Yeah, just yeah. that whole episode is is the government. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are little things. Um, so not all channels are going to be hit. So it's not like anybody who has a eight year old watching it and right. they go into their comment section. I'm eight years old, <laughs> and then your flag is gone. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a, a mixed audience uh, factor, which will basically say that it's okay if you have children on there and adults, as long as uh, you're not determined to be gearing your content towards children and this is the big gray area because right. think every bit of content is going to be wanted to be watched by mixed age groups yeah exactly oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. unless you've got the most boring thing anything that Paul's into oh. is probably safe uh, well, <laughs> yeah I started watching actually I started watching uh, uh, some of the animated guys on there um, that just talk about shit from their life and animate it. Yeah. Uh, and they're very entertaining, very funny, and very well animated, but they're going to be hit very hard because mm-hmm. of the animation Apparently, that. Apparently, see, that's the thing. is Just because it's an animated thing doesn't necessarily mean it's going to qualify. Okay. That's why this is a Good huge news. gray area. Right. You know who's going to yeah. crash and burn? Is mm-hmm. that, like, toy review kid? And that, yeah, that's, oh. yeah, it's going to be a lot of the Fortnite streamers, the people who... The Minecraft streamers? Yeah, and the thing I think a lot of people aren't talking about, and this is going to be interesting, mm-hmm. is... Uh, so this is not just within uh, YouTube. Okay. Um, games media. Um, the tracking software for uh, adverts, mm-hmm. which is the primary funding uh, process behind all games media online, uses tracking software to determine... Oh, you know, you like these things, so therefore these things. Right. Well, video games in the government's eyes has generally been a children's... Oh, yes. So in this gray area where it's not a defined thing, how is the government going to perceive um, video games? Yeah. I mean, I will use this metaphor for the rest of my life. Um, It is, we are in our uh, adolescence uh, as an industry, and therefore we can't grow up. It seems because we can't. We're trying have, to break the house, man. Yeah. We're, we're trying to leave the house. We're trying to leave the house, but yeah. we just can't because uh, the Dad government and everybody's saying that no, 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 just stay here, stay here. It's safer in here. Yeah, don't leave the house. Yeah, don't leave the house. And because of that, we get slapped with these kinds of weird clauses and laws that keep yeah. popping up. And even though we try and fight back for X, Y, and Z, like the right to own and the right to repair and things like that. Uh, we still get these things crawling up through the yeah. cracks in the and wood. And this isn't something that's just said and done. There are a lot of litigations trying yes. to figure out the actual legal um, factors behind this as if this is a legal thing to do in the first place. COPA. Right. Right. Um, because Cobra uh, Commander. So um, I understand what you're saying. And also, yeah. this doesn't actually go into effect until January 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once it does go into effect and somebody gets affected by it, that that is when we are going to see something happen. That is when, say, PewDiePie gets hit with um, demonetization. And for him, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars per video so if he gets hit he calls his lawyer and his lawyer's like this is a perfect opportunity to sue that is when we'll see if copa's and that's the thing that's probably not just going to be just one i mean like there's a lot of youtubers are just getting demonetized for 
simple little things that don't make sense. Exactly. And it's going to affect the whole community. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And this point, YouTube's kind of shooting themselves. It's like, oh, we're making well, it YouTube, worse. <laughs> yeah, YouTube's going to get a massive hit um, yeah. because it's going to be a monetization issue across the board. And because of this tracking thing, um, they're going to have to try and determine whether someone is a child. And that's where the legal issues come because you're basically doing what you're trying to not do. Right. Because you have to gather information to determine who your audience is so you can determine whether or not to give them, to track information on them. Right. It, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah I mean, be funny. I know this is like very, like simplifying it and making it kind of a joke, but so you can't that. be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. You can't be. Like, you know, you probably don't want to be a kid's show, so you don't want to have a lot of those, you know, flags of, like, having, like, cartoon characters, you know, mainly geared towards kids. You don't have, like, the language, the, you know, the imagery of having kids. But at the same time, if you have any adult mature things you get demonetized from youtube so then yep. <laughs> what There's, do you do we're in a limbo <laughs> yeah no i mean it, it it's a very very slim margin of error uh in which uh, youtubers have to exist in especially now facing down this copa um and i understand their frustration and worry about what happens after january 1st yeah um and this is one of the reasons why we're not currently on youtube i got flagged uh for using uh too many uh, tags in one um, uh, uh, video that we posted and now I can't put up any videos for an X amount of time. I think I can now yeah. but like I got so pissed off that like just like what's the point at that point yeah what's the point if I can't advertise if I can't tag my own shit and I'm sure if, you know the, the big guys they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tags per video so why oh, yeah. can't I put eight on mine but anyway yeah I think uh, maybe a little semblance of a solution would be um, so since the kids are going to be weaseled out you know they're you'll know who's the kid and not the demonetization should be less strict on the rules so the cu- the cussing the gore and all that should be lifted not not everything but the you know the stuff they did after the adpocalypse that they right. integrated and that would be a funny thing to see too can you imagine like all these channels trying to prove they're for mature audiences so like you see like corpses dangling from the, <laughs> the, the I mean, thumbnail do you believe it's like the mad max of youtube we hate kids <laughs> and then they start there yeah. no i mean they, uh, they were talking that like a lot of the the guys who are making mature content uh, are saying like the best way to do it is just to say the word fuck right at the beginning of your uh, uh, video just like out of but nowhere just that's say, the Fuck. thing too and then that, there we when go when you do that you're suffering your ad friendly content yeah yeah exactly so like, you're oh. already getting pigeonholed into the not quite demonetized but not quite making as much as everybody yeah. else well, I imagine this will eventually turn into like an MPA thing so like before your YouTube video starts you'll have a rating you'll be rated R for right or, yeah. I don't know why they haven't done that yet frankly that would have been a good idea yeah I mean t- treat this just like television because now people are using YouTube and Twitch and all this uh, other stuff as Um, television. Children don't watch TV, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true. That's true. They watch YouTube. All right. So uh, we will find out what happens to Copa Commander probably sometime next year. I like Copa Chameleon better. I've got Copa, 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 Copa Chameleon. I hate you so much. I knew it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we are going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about award shows. What are they good for? Huh. 
Good God, I hate y'all. you. I hate you oh, so Lord much. Shows. It's just, just eat to oh commercial. Eat to commercial. Eat to commercial. Podcast presents What It Is Like to Play Fortnite Battle Royale by yourself. Alright. Uh, I have some challenges I need to do. What challenge do I have to do? Oh, I have to kill seven people in Tilted. Alright. Um, I kind of want to go Tilted, but then there's that find that location at Lucky Landing. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go Lucky Landing. All right. Um, oh, not not too many people. Oh, actually, no one's there. All right, this is perfect. All right, um, gotta get some brick, uh, some wood. Oh, vending machine. Five hundred wood though, for an AK. Nah, I'm I'm cool off that. Uh, oh, found a rocket launcher. <gasps> big shield. Yes, yes, yes. Big shield. All right, great. I took the big shield. Let's see what else do I need. And of course, after I take Big Shield, I find mini shields right there. God, this, this game. I swear, Epic, if you could do one thing for me. All right, all right. What? 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 How? What? There was no one here. How? A 50 meter sniper? What? How does he have a semi automatic sniper? Those are vault. Bruh. Ooh, okay, let's see. This is my second time playing Fortnite again. All right, then. The hell that kid is doing? Is he flossing? Uh, whatever, man. Let's see if this started. All right. All right, I'm in a bus. I don't know where the hell I'm doing right now. There's really no instructions how to play this game at all. Oh, I guess everybody's jumping. Just thank you to the bus driver. Wait, what? Press X. All right, cool. Oh, there we go. Oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, 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 press X to the point. Oh, okay. Oh, so you parachute out. Okay, this is kind of like PUBG, but more cartoonic. Okay, that makes sense, makes sense. Okay, um, I'm just random me at a random place. I don't know what the hell to call it. Um, I got a pickaxe. That's kind of cool, I guess. Let me just, oh, oh, I can get material? Mm, oh, cool, all right. Uh, oh, I see a chest. Yo, oh, wow. Wait, what the fuck? What, is that a trap? Oh my god, are you kidding me? I'm not playing this game no more. Bye. And now, what it is like to play Fortnite Battle Royale with randoms. Alright, man, where do you want to go? Yeah, hello? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey! Where, oh, where, where, no. Let's go to Tilted Towers. Let's go to Tilted uh, Towers. Come on. Uh, I don't want to go Tilted. Come on, man. Come I, on, dude. Come on. I want to go Paradise. I'm going Paradise. Oh, you can go Tilted. Oh, my God, dude. Come on, man. You're so lame. Look, you go You go Tilted. I'll go Paradise. <sighs> Fine. Whatever, dude. I don't even care, man. I care. I got like 50 dubs anyway. How many good dubs you got anyways? Got maybe seven. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> That's so funny. You're a loser. Oh my god. Tyler. Oh, Tyler, watch your language. What? 
Watch your language, Tyler! I can't hear you! Tyler, watch your language! I hate her so much. God. So, till the towers, okay? I, I'm already at paradise. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Oh, man. Good old Fortnite. Play some duels right now. Let's get this started. Hey, what's up, man? Whoa. Whoa. Hey, Yo, my can guy. My guy. Yeah? My guy. Yo, Mike. What? In your mouth right now. All what? Like that. Dude. Dude, what is that sound? Uh, where do you want to go? Why are you so loud? Where do you want to go, though? Who hurt you? All right, I'm going to go drunk. You need to go. All right. I'm reporting you. All right. Like right now. All right, man. Report. Bye. Yeah. Bye. And now, what it is like to play... Fortnite Battle Royale with ducks. This has been what it is like to play Fortnite Battle Royale. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. And it's award season. Everybody's coming out of the woodworks with their nominees of best game, best indie game, best female lead, best shorts. Don't forget hitter great titles such as like best male human performance yes that was actually a category what oh yes what? best male human performance vgx 2013 or um best indie game fueled by mountain dew that was the whole title don't forget those paul those are just as important well, of course not that sounds like a Isn't sweet do one sweet from like deal. 2007 <laughs> Uh, that makes perfect sense. Spike. Spike. Yeah. So we're here to talk about those awards and what the hell what the hell they're for and why we care and why we shouldn't care. Uh, how much money this probably makes and why we keep doing it and changing it and making it different and pretending like it's real. So let's talk about the past first. Hmm? Back in the day, back way beyond our scope usually. When I was young. When, when I was a youngster, there was this television program called G4. <laughs> All day they would have video game news, entertainment, reviews. Oh, it was like this show. That sounds like heaven. On a daily basis. And better. And better. With people. <laughs> like Olivia Munn. Like Olivia Munn and Adam... Whatever. Can't remember his name. He's bald now. He's still good, though. He's still in the industry. Still doing a kick-ass job. Bald, but still good. <laughs> still doing a kick-ass job. Uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Him. He was the one that was like, I give it a four out of five. That one. I hated those guys. All right, fine. But I hated everyone on that show. Anywho, oh, this... Even Olivia Munn? Well, uh, Adam Sessler. Uh, Adam Sessler. Thank you so much, man. Hey, no, hold on. We got to go back to this Olivia Munn thing. Yeah. She is literally a queen. She was literally on the show for one reason. 
she's super hot. That's why. That that's fine. <laughs> you ever seen Newsroom? No. You have no room to talk then. Anyway, we had this show, right? It was an all-day thing, and it was amazing. And then they, they just got shorter and shorter. But what we did get at the end of every year, around this time, actually, was the VGX and these award shows mm. that gave G4 legitimacy for the rest of the year. It's gone now, but <laughs> its bones still exist. Can you tell me? Sun-dried, yellow, cracked bones. Yes. yes. Can you tell me, Kent, about these old, archaic award shows that they used to have? Uh, so I want you to think about just one image, and you probably have seen this image. I'll close my um, eyes. I want you to imagine this, hmm. you know, average, getting there middle-aged guy mm -hmm, sitting mm -hmm. down, mm -hmm. soul void, mm -hmm. no soul. Mm -hmm. His eyes are piercing through you and the camera. Cool. Why is Paul there? <laughs> <laughs> sitting in a chair. <laughs> to the right of him is a, a cardboard cutout of Master Chief right. and saying like double XP, Halo 4, to the left of him. A big old full liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> to the right of him, few bags of delicious Doritos chips. Doritos? Yes, he My is favorite. surrounded. He has a Socratic seminar of diabetes <laughs> just right there in front of him. And he's just staring at you. He hasn't even said anything, but that <laughs> picture is worth a thousand words. Right, right. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Dorito Pope. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do this All right, right now. No, okay. There's no context. I'm doing this right do now. it, and you'll Dorito know what I'm talking Pope. about. Dorito Pope. Dorito Pope. So the reason I bring that up is because that was essentially what those earlier Game Awards were. Yes. They were. <laughs> there you go. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm glad you guys loaded that at the same time. So. Cherry Mountain Yes. Cherry. <laughs> It, it's they have so a whole red. prayer. A sight to behold, they yes. They have a whole prayer. So, oh uh, my god. So what you're saying is that uh, these were somewhat commercialized? Uh, oh, just a dad. <laughs> just a dad. <laughs> uh, when you get the titles like Best Indie Game by Mountain Dew, Fueled by Mountain Dew, oh, what? <laughs> like big old letters on the screen. Uh, but then you got people like uh, some celebrities you haven't heard about, but they got, um, you know sex appeal and they come out there like I've never played a game but this game was cool uh, so <laughs> never played video games in my life but I love this video oh game. yeah I am key for Sutherland and I did a voice for a game <laughs> and that is the extent of my knowledge I wish it was even tied to that it was people that had nothing to do with the game there's one uh, award show that they uh, advertised uh, I think the show like Blue Mountain State or whatever a oh, show yeah. a show about high school jocks yeah Literally nothing to do with video games. <laughs> Presenting it to a game or a game awards that's supposed to be dorks, dweebs, nerds. Yeah, yeah. Who is the audience? <sighs> Absolutely nobody. Madden fans. The Are they going to sit through like 20 minutes of Jeff Keighley staring at you, you and be like, right hey. They are. <laughs> they're going to drink, they're going to drink their Mountain Dew, not sponsored, with their Doritos, not sponsored, and also watch with fucking 
amazement. Boner. Oh. <laughs> in yeah, front that's of the who. Burger King, you know. <laughs> in front of the Burger uh, King Big Whopper. Whopper. You know. Yeah. <laughs> With the Burger King King sing right next to right. So Not sponsored. <laughs> so, uh, it's just a very strung out had nothing to do with games more so it had to do with just advertisements and you know when you're when something's new like that especially games like games like you said it's a it's a young industry you see that on national television Mm -hmm. you're like whoa that's insane like seeing commercials is one thing but seeing like you know it's all about games you've seen like the emmys the the grammys the golden globes all those but seeing something like a video game it's like whoa i played that game i know the game and this is like mind you something before streaming was really a thing when youtube was in its infancy so this is you couldn't really go into youtube and be like oh i'm gonna look up the newest gameplay what's the the reviews what's the best things like you said g4 spike all those things the vgx you go on here it's like what's you know what's the consensus what's the coolest games so you wanted to watch it, but you were inundated with this literal garbage, literal diabetes-filled advertisement. Like, eh, you know, it's, why am I watching this? Oh yeah, because I like games. And then you're being taken advantage of for just advertisement. So, Game Awards were trying to go away from that, and we're kind of getting there. I hope so, I hope so. But before we get into the present day, Let's talk about how it happens. How do games get awards? I mean, they gotta get nominated by somebody, right? They gotta get judged by somebody. And I think, Leonard, did you know this? We have a judge of those games in we our do? midst right now. Who? Well, uh... It's me! <laughs> really? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, it's Dan. <clears throat> yes. Dan. Dan, yeah. you were one of those dirty, dirty judges that uh, always vote incorrectly and yeah. get it wrong every time. Um, so well, it's Dan. In another life, <laughs> um, I've done E3 award processes. Um, I did the GDC. I was a judge for GDC's indie uh, prize thing for Singapore and for the U.S. Okay. Um, That's... So weird and strange to know a about. A lot him. of power. Yeah. And a lot of power. Yeah. Well, there's multiple judges. It's not like it was just me. It was just No, it was just you. Ruling just over you. everything. It was just yeah. you holding your Doritos and Mountain Dew. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> the white powder. I was expecting yeah. you to get like a Judge Dredd helmet. Judge Dredd executioner. Okay, so yeah. tell so, me how um, it was. So there's multiple processes for things. Uh, for like an awards ceremony, like for a prize giving, um, for like a like an indie prize thing. Uh, basically what it is, is you get contacted and asked if you wanna be a judge. Um, then they send you a link which gives you to a server and for indie games it's a lot easier because literally you just download small games and you can right. play hundreds of them, however many nominations there are. Right. For all the entries. People enter it and then you're part of the, the list. And you go wow. through all the okay. games. Okay. And then you write little uh, snippets of each of each one, and then categorize and put them into uh, listings for whatever um, category you think it should win or runner-up, and so forth. Got it. And then it's the culmination of everybody, and then that's the results. That's who wins. That actually doesn't sound too bad. No, it's not terrible. Um, for bigger games, it's a little bit harder. Um, it's usually done through like a GDC some event when everyone's kind of on hand with all the things. Uh, be able to play. Understandable. Bigger games, yeah. bigger budgets. Um, the awards secrecy. for, like, you know, you'll see Best in Show at E3. Right. 
Those are a different process. Um, what that is is anytime you have a appointment to go see whatever uh, publisher mm-hmm. or uh, developer, depending on what it is, uh, you generally have one of two ways of doing it. You can either award everybody right after you see it, which is not optimal, <laughs> but a lot of fucking places will do this. It seems uh, like confirmation bias if you just see a game and say, that's the best one! Yeah, so yeah. Uh, IGN, what they will generally do is they'll do... Um, it's like a nomination. They'll give an award to all of the ones that they like, and then at the end... On the, like either the last day or one of the follow-up days, is they will then award it after they've seen everything and discussed with it. Okay. Okay. Um, but the reason why a lot of studios do that, or not studios, but uh, media outlets will do that, is simply for recognition. So what happens is when you award a studio or a publisher, uh, you know they thank you, blah blah blah. It looks great. It's great uh, relationships. Right. But the big thing is the marketing behind it. So the marketing yeah. is a two-faced thing. That little stamp that goes on their game case. Exactly. Two which thumbs up. I is great for this game. Oh my god, it got two thumbs up. But the publisher or the uh, media outlet who gave the two thumbs up, they're on the box. Yeah. That outlet's name gets thrown to the world. Yeah. Um, it's the same issue or same issue. It's the same thing that happens on reviews. If you do a review for a game, and they like something you say within the uh, that review, they will ask you for approval they will send you a snippet of what they want to use as a review or, or a uh, right a little, little tagline exactly yeah. you know best game ever yeah and then they'll be like is this cool then you give approval and then however they want to market you they market you oh all right well now we know a little bit about the process we know a little bit about the history thank you kent thank you dan i want to know has anything changed is it Titties. different now <laughs> I would titties? say there's fewer titties. There are fewer titties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want more titties. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's always two. Good to know. <laughs> there's a third one. <laughs> it's a I would one. say Harris uh, Morin's third titty. Yes. <laughs> but have things changed? I would say so. I would say there's more of a merge. So what you're talking about is like the the more, I guess, long lasting, but the smaller scale, like GDC. Closed doors usually, yeah. Um, but this stuff is nationally broadcasted VGA. around the same time, yeah. yeah. So like the all those different uh, types of uh, award shows. So when it's like closed doors and like it's developer to developer, publisher to developer, like what you're saying, you know, it has actual impact and all that. This is more so of like a advertisement. Like if you see some of the past ones, like again, 2013 it was just a big chaotic mess is uh the comedian what's his name like joel McHale. yeah joel McHale. and then um oh, yeah. uh jeff keely um kaylee whatever uh they were the two hosts they literally had met like five minutes ago and joel's like my dear dear friend that i met five minutes ago jeff and then jeff is just kind of sitting there like you know i'm not a comedian comedian. i don't know what to do (laughs) yeah it was horrible but they were just it was a big advertisement for titanfall the first one and then uh you know joel's like do you like any game (laughs) like do you (laughs) like do you hate any game so you just like titanfall basically because you said it like five times and then you know (laughs) jeff was like uh let's get back to the topic but it's basically a big advertisement right but now i mean by the time of the recording, it's going to be a few days away. Is the next uh, the Game Awards twenty nineteen? Right. We're not sponsored, but hey, 
Dorito, you know, Mr. Dorito Pope, if you want to sponsor yeah, us, we're here. Come on. I'll even say the prayer live. I'll even yeah. eat Doritos. <laughs> I won't do either of those things. <laughs> yeah. You're fired. You can just pour it on the mic. Hey, yeah. um, I, I can do that. Not on that mic. Make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> but like saying that, it's more so um, public opinion. Uh, you vote for the most part like IGN has its own their website yeah, they everyone vote. has their own process yeah right. and there is a jury and they get one from IGN they get one from maybe Kotaku they get one from you know here and there I mean that's that's really good to know that every single game that comes out during a year every single one of them gets to be able to be voted and nominated if if like they can I feel like this is a lead in I don't oh, know what you're talking about this I'm just like glad something's every coming up. single game that comes out in a year gets the ability to be nominated and voted on that sounds like a paradise hey Leonard yeah. what was the game we were playing the certain one in a galaxy far, far oh, away. You guys oh, oh, the, you mean the the Star Wars Jedi? Well, way too Jedi stage gets here. This is very reminiscent <laughs> yes. of the Jeff Keighley and Joel McHale situation. This is what happens when we don't have rehearsals. Oh, right? yeah. it's just this is <laughs> cut. Let's, let's do it I'll, just, I'll just cut, this part. I'll cut this part. So yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're saying this in post-editing, but yes, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, correct. Great game, right? That game is not going to be on the Game oh, Awards. I'm so sorry. <gasps> I kicked you. Yes, because uh, it literally, there's like a end time for the year and a start time for the year, and Jedi Fallen Order falls on neither of the two, and everyone's upset, and it was up to one person, I forgot her name, you mentioned her a few days ago. Uh, but she is a journal game journalist, but she is the one who gets to choose, you know, what's able to be nominated. Right. And uh, she just said, uh, you know, it was a little bit too weird of a date. I didn't feel comfortable putting that in. But sadly, since it doesn't meet either of those, that means Jedi Fallen Order will literally never, at least for the Game Awards, that... Yeah, yearly yeah. show because that's kind of the biggest game awards show. Right, right, right. It's, it's the Emmys, it's the Oscars of video games. Yes, yeah. and they've been trying to build that image, but also be a little bit different. But yeah. so that since it's such a big thing, Jedi Fallen Order will literally never be on any of the years. It's fallen through the cracks, never to be seen again. So well, which is too bad. That's the fundamental issue with a lot of these war processes, like. Everyone thinks, just like Paul was, you know, so subtly alluding to, uh, <laughs> is that, you know, every game gets nominated. But the reality is, is just, it's not that every game that's, gets known uh, as a chance to be nominated. It's the fact that we all have finite experience. Yep. Um, like, the only reason I was able to, when I was doing the indie thing, these games are small. Yeah. Like, I didn't beat all of them. I just, it's like, oh, this is not winning. Next. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you can kind of get through things and from that like a lot of people especially the community based uh, awards I always find funny because they are the worst because they are literally I don't know what these games are I know this one so I'll vote for that one right mm -hmm. and it, like how do you decide which is into which like I this they were having this issue with the game awards this year is a uh, fire emblem the new one uh, three houses does that fall under RPG? Does it fall under strategy game? Does it fall under, like, what does it fall under? And there's several different categories. If you don't judge that, then um, one game can win, like, literally five categories. Like, look at uh, Red Dead Redemption. Great game, but it did win several categories of the same thing. And it's like, okay, there's Red Dead again, Red Dead again, Red Dead again, uh, Celeste. Okay, there's, all right. 
And then, you know, so it's weird. Uh, so they're trying to make it like the Emmys, but at the same time, they're having indie games and then AAA games and then like AA games all joined <laughs> in together. And it's like... That seems like a weird imbalance. It does. Like, because you, like, you know, you have uh, for movies, usually they there's like an indie art house awards, mm-hmm. you know. And then you got, like, you know, the big name hotshot movies. But then this one, it's like, oh, there's this game that's, like, on Steam only that, you know, has, like, a mostly positive just because it has very little votes. Oh, it's going against uh, fucking Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That game doesn't even exist. Let's just do Red Dead. Yeah, so. video game awards kind of seem like the high school assembly where they're like, "All right, we need to give out awards to people." <laughs> so what do we categorize it as? All Most right, likely to become president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> best attendance. <laughs> oh my god, that was an actual one. That is, my yeah, it is an actual one. I yeah. hated that so much. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Stupid. now we're on to comparisons, and that leads me perfectly into my question. Why are we still doing this? And I am going to try and justify my asking of this question. With the Oscars, with the Emmys, and with the Tonys, you have a finite product. Less so with the Emmys, but more so with the Tonys and the Oscars. With them, you have about two to three hours of entertainment that you look at and can judge. Uh, You can even bring judges in to look at those pieces and judge them. Uh, Everybody sort of works around the same general consensus. Tony's less so than the Oscars, considering that the Oscars, it's on celluloid. There's only one performance you can do, whereas in the Tony's, there's multiple different kinds of performances you can give per night. Anyway, what I'm saying is that uh, the Oscars, two hours. That's a movie. Is it good? The Tony's, two to three hours. That's a play. Is it good? The Emmys, you have a season, roughly, give or take, depending on when the season airs. Is it good? Keep in mind that Game of Thrones got so many (sighs) Emmys, it would make you feel sick to think of the number just because of how it ended. But each individual season, taken as just a chunk, great, right? As long as you don't count I still love Game of Thrones, so (laughs) what fine with it. So, when we're talking about the VGAs and trying to give Game of the Year or any performance-based thing, we have to assume at first that the people who are judging and nominating these things are playing through the entirety of the game, hoping that they are playing through the canon version of the story if there are multiple paths, or at least the story as best presented to them with the path that they've chosen a la uh, Outer Worlds or something. As a matter of fact, let's just take Outer Worlds for a second and say there is a way to beat that game in 12 minutes. Does that mean it's game of the year? Uh, I will say one thing. I'm not sure if it's um, standard, but I do know that they do give out uh, videos that are like streamlined highlights of whatever game right. it is so that where people can get the stero- story, the narrative right. in a concise way. And I really hope that those uh, those videos are constructed in a really good way uh, with enough budget to make it seem like it's a damn good game. Um, or maybe it's presented in a cleaner light than what it actually is because you don't get to see, like Jedi Fallen Order, you don't get to see the bugs in that video that they send you. You don't get to see falling through the map and missing the jump and not getting the force powers to work right. You don't get to see that 
But do all those things discount you from game of the year? If there was an award for like technical bugs, achievement, like, yeah. yeah, then sure, I can see that being like a a thing. Right, but right. I don't think it would be fair to judge a, an entire game based on bugs. Otherwise, I mean, Skyrim would never win a it's goddamn true. thing. It's true, and it did, huh? win, it did win 100, 111 <laughs> awards. <Wow>. So, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I will wow. say this. The, the one thing I love about Paul is every time he mentions one of his games. Mm-hmm. Skyrim or Red Dead. Mm-hmm. He always goes again with the number of awards it's won. <laughs> really quick question. Does anyone know, was it Red Dead Redemption 2 or God of War that oh, won? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird. I can't Hold quite on. remember. Uh, Paul, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember, Paul? Was, which one was it? So what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that video games in and of themselves are very hard to judge. And to do that on a very large basis sort of seems kind of useless to me. At the same time, though, this whole conversation for the past like minute kind of answered your question, in my opinion. Even you used it because you said Skyrim, 111 awards. Yeah, that's true. And then you were talking about who won Game of the Year. So they do have, they carry weight and it carries meaning. So, you know, and you see that plaster on the little silver thing like last of us like over like a, like 200 you 260, know 260 i think yeah wow. so at the same time Jeez. it's like what's what con- like constitutes like an award like a dice award uh game awards award BAFTA. Like, yeah so yeah. like what what about the small ones those count so you know yeah. i honestly think like and my answer to this question is that awards for video games are the mixing of old and new concepts. It's uh, TV, media. We have these award processes that are kind of an old-timey thing. They are very much judged off of this, like, you are the best! <laughs> because, you know, yeah, it's just, it works for a culture where they're like, oh, only this is the best. This is right. this is the greatest thing. That's not how things work. Like, no. There's a reason why, like, Red Dead, I think, is a great game. It's not for me. Yeah. Does that yeah. mean it's not the best game ever? No. Oh, no. Does that I mean, mean it is? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's the thing is video games and everything is about kind of how it, it appeals to the person. Yeah. And so it's just they're dated. Yes, Katie? Oh, <laughs> I was trying to be subtle. Uh, oh. <laughs> I just, hand. Well, I was motioning yeah, him. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's fine, though. Just call me out. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I'll cut this part, too. Cool. Um, coming f- Fair. Coming from, like... <laughs> A very theater movie oriented like family. Um, we watched Oscars every single year. Every single year. I've seen so many. Only in the last, since I moved here away from my family, have I not really watched the Oscars. But I will say, like, the fact that, like, I don't think the Oscars carry as much weight as they used to, just because, I mean, who gives a shit? If you right. like a movie, you like a movie, who cares? Right. We moved away for sure. That said, it does add a level of prestige to the general public that cannot be understated. Right. I mean, yeah. take yeah, take Black Panther, for example. Um, first of all, how many superhero movies have ever been nominated? Second of all, how Very many few. movies with black leads who are not playing slaves have been nominated? Very few. <laughs> Very few, exactly. Right. And right. it's like, you know, that adds a level of like, oh, this is legitimate. This is a legitimate, um, form of media, it's a legitimate form of, form of art for people who are not like maybe you didn't like Black Panther, but hey, that's still really fucking cool. Like, 
Right. You've I, got this new avenue and you've got yeah. this like, and I'm okay. I'm not saying that there's no value to it, but no, no, I do I'm, think it's it's an older way of looking at things that resonate to people. And that's why agreed. video games, a new and emerging thing, is being treated like an older well, it's like media. how esports are being broadcasted, like yeah, general sports. Like it's it's they're taking something new and trying to put it in a way that everybody who's not within that new form of yeah. media understands. Well, it legitimizes it for the general public, and I think that's what makes it so important. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't like the term legitimizes because well, it's, yeah, but I get it what you mean. Cements it as yeah, a, yeah, it helps uh, people like who don't know games like you're saying like yeah, know, it's, it's new and it's, scary it's still like, legitimate yeah. games are new and scary and then it, but, we yeah. have something that everyone knows of so the uh, parent sees a game cover and it's like oh so many awards it's probably good so mm-hmm. and then they get that game for their child or grandchild whatever I think like one thing of course now this kind of opens up like a different conversation to this but we'll be just careful. at least try to sum it up in yeah. the best way too I feel like a lot of the big game developers too like kind of I mean this is something like again it's a big topic but um, to kind of answer in my own way um, when for the whole like oh well how are these like nominated and such well I'm pretty sure one person is going up to that big game company and say, like, hey how's it going I heard you guys got a really big game it'd be interesting if you guys won the award this year yeah, you do You do scratch at something that I wanted to bring up because uh, you mentioned the Oscars. And the Oscars, yeah, the audience is declining. But the audience isn't us anymore. The audience isn't the public anymore. We don't matter if we watch it. Uh, the Oscars are given out um, for our entertainment for sure, but also for the studio producers yeah. and for the directors and for agents it's to know how much to charge. It's encouragement. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bar to hit. Um, it's, it's clout. Clout, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> and to a certain extent, less so with video games, but still, there's it's still there. Um, game of the year is the same is the same way. A lot of these uh, best female voice actor, best male voice actor, best character art, best indie developer, you know, things like that, they hold value. I mean, Stardew Valley got uh, two years ago, and goddamn, they earned it. And they keep going, they keep making money, and Steam was able to give them more money and ask for less, and that's what these awards ultimately can do. I mean, it also comes down to, let's look at the timeline of, like, these video game awards and video games in general becoming... I, would, I don't want to say legitimate because, I mean, that's not the right word. Yeah. You're right. But, like, becoming more... Realized, I guess. Realized, mainstream. more main... Yeah, yeah more mainstream. mainstream. Um, the Last of Us. I mean, The Last of Us totally warped how people saw video games, how people saw video game narration, how games were made, like, how you use actors slash voice actors into this. I mean, who the hell was Troy Baker before The Last of Us and before Bioshock Infinite? I mean, Bioshock Infinite is is less so that way, but Last of Us, guys, like, do you guys remember when yeah. Madden 18 or whatever was coming out and they're like, we really looked at Last of Us as like, and it's like, fucking why? Like, <laughs> I don't understand, but it's still like, the fact that a sports title looked at a video game's narration and went, hey, we can do something similar. We can 
up the ante. Mm. And it's like the and fact now that zombies in Madden, yeah. <laughs> and now there's zombies in Madden. It's so weird. I would so play that. But, Go ahead. <laughs> but no, like it's, it's just steps in his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but like they kind of like took that and like not only was the game itself really good, but like the process of making the game was recognized by not just the industry but by the public. Like that was a hardcore selling point. Like, oh, look at the behind the scenes. Like, look at these scenes of Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, like acting out this part. It's really emotional. And, you know, I remember all those advertisements and just being blown away. Yeah. And then I, now we have Detroit become human. Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of wonder, you make me start to think, because like, there are so many like actors guilds and all these things that are promoting mm-hmm. movies and film actors. And, you know, you get like Andy Serkis who gets awards for portraying a virtual character in a movie. Yep. What's the difference between that acting and the things that say like Troy Baker or all these other exactly. video game very, actors? Very, very little. And that recognition. To me, yeah. I think that's when the idea is more about the person behind the, the camera or the screen. Yeah. yeah. That is the recognition I think the video games need to start, start seeing or yeah. seeking. I yeah. mean, Death Stranding yeah. is a good recent example, example. of that. Yeah. Like Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I have, like, one final thing I want to say on my end, and it's, you know, because I started very negative and joking, but I don't want people to think that I don't like these. Like, I actually think they're a great thing, and I actually think they are very healthy in a way. Uh, like, sure, like, it, you know, setting a bar, and there's a business side to it, but at the same time, this is, like, the ultimate motivation and, like, achievement of... Uh, game studio can have you know even just being nominated it's like it's a honor and it's i feel like so much of a bigger scale than even movies because movies it's usually like the director or like the lead actor that goes up and gets award but how many times have you seen uh like there's four or five or even like 10 people like go up and it's like the producer the executive producer the uh the writer you know the composer all of them all together or even like voice actors like someone that usually you don't see or hear much i mean like roger clark when he went up and got uh the award for arthur morgan like he was crying like how many times more do you see people crying of just like joy and like astonishment that you see you know, like yeah. the Emmys or all those, like I mean, the movies, you know. The statue is still a thing. The statue mm-hmm. is still a heavy, tangible thing that these people can hold in their hands, put in their offices, look at and realize that they did something good and amazing that, that will live on. Mm-hmm. Because not only did it get a stamp of approval, but that also means that more games w- like it will be played and bought and, and made in the future. And, like, how many times do you see, like, them, like, I want to thank everyone at the studio, you know, like you guys couldn't come here but you know this is for everyone and then like you said it's put in the studio everyone will see but mostly for other types of awards it's like oh yeah this is mine like it's on my shelf uh, in my house right right. so like games are more of a team thing because you know i feel in games everyone almost has like a very similar importance than movies yeah or tv shows because there's just way more to it and so this is something smaller yeah and this you know, I mean look at Grand Theft Auto look at Red Dead look at like all those Ubisoft games where the credits are like 15 minutes long uh, you know oh my goodness. It's, you know there's a lot of people and when you award people for just something that you like then it's a really good positive thing and even like just if it's like an honorable mention then it's like you've made it in some form and you know 
try a little bit harder, do something new, and then maybe you can be there the next year. So, yeah. And that's why video games should cost $80 on SRP <laughs> yeah, and we, not that's 60 a, Another topic. <laughs> that's a hundred, yeah, it's a hundred years from now we will have that, that conversation. Okay, but I'm right. But as it stands, I believe, Kent, that is a perfect place to end the podcast about awards, which, as a reminder, the VGAs are coming up. If you don't want to watch it, don't. Google it like everybody else does and watch the uh, travesty unfold, as Control will probably not win, and I'll be very upset about that because God, um, it I looks just it's so good. I mean, that's fine. I don't want another Kojima staircase thing. Uh-huh. That was weird. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we weird. will cut the uh, episode there, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we are Silver Tongue Audio Production, and if if you want to go listen to other podcasts, you can do that on silvertongueaudio.org. We have other shows. Uh, Adventures is good, and Midnight in the Bay is good, and there's another one coming, hopefully in December. Maybe? Maybe probably in January. It's probably going to be in January. Anyway, as I say at the end of every episode, until next game, everybody. Until next Silver Tongue Audio.